Hello there and welcome to Encounter Ground with myself, Daniela Baunile. I am super excited to have you here on our first official episode of the Encounter Ground podcast. My name is Zanele. Bawinile is my second name, which means she has conquered, she has victored. I have explained it in the intro um, episode. And so I am born again. I am very much loved by God and I believe in Jesus. He's the Lord and Savior of my life. So we are kickstarting it today and we're going to start at the beginning because it makes sense to start it off at the beginning. And I just want to make um, a few disclaimers. Firstly, to say that I acknowledge the fact that we are all at different points of our journey. So with whatever it is that we're going to be speaking about, I acknowledge that there's someone like at the beginning of the journey, others are pre-beginning. Some of us, we are like in the middle of the journey and that's to say that we've been there, we've been taught about it, we know the core thing, um, but at the same time, we have not necessarily discovered or walked in the different dimensions or aspects of it. For some of us, we have lived long enough to know the truth, to walk in it, to be set free, to know the different dimensions, but we're still growing in it, right? And so with that, just to say that at any point of our journey, I hope and believe that this installment is going to be of value to whoever you are as you're going to be listening secondly i want to acknowledge the fact that this is not everything that can be said about the specific concept or the specific conversation that we're going to be having this can just be you know something to just add a bit of sweetness to it a bit of actually a bit of salt because salt makes you to be thirsty and then you're gonna want to go and drink of it as we are a kind of people that are wanting to be awakened not to the opinions of people or to my opinion but to the opinion of god and to his voice and so yeah that's why the whole salt con- um, concept so today we've entitled this podcast in the beginning god and so that's to say well anything everything this is a fun fact everything has a beginning and that is something that we all know we all acknowledge you don't need to be very big lead to know that everything has a beginning but i just want to further that and say and say that everything has its beginning in god this is anchored in the word that says that everything that was made was made by the word of god so nothing that exists exists apart from the word of god and so with that so to say that anything that is a creation anything that has been created it it finds the reason or the beginning or the origin of its existence in god so anything that is a creation anything that has been created includes me and you it includes times in our lives it includes seasons it includes our identity it includes our purpose right it includes the processes that we go through i've already mentioned seasons yeah i just wanted to say processes and seasons but anyway so it includes all of those things they have their origin in god because these are things that have been created but before these things came to be god had had already been there or god has always been there before these things so it was god who began these things so in the beginning god so it's quite funny how we have this amazing title um, for this beautiful concept that we're going to speak about but today we're just going to be touching a bit more on um identity it's a huge topic i would not finish it in 15 minutes or 20 minutes or in just one session right um but it's a big thing and like i said this is just like salt to add a bit of thirst so that we go and we drink from the well and once we've drank there we are not going to thirst again and so um yes in the beginning god so that's to say that everything including ourselves including who we say we are or who we think we are it has its beginning in god and i just want to read an excerpt um from something that i wrote under inspiration okay so it's entitled identity the beginning of anything that is a thing is in the lord the only truth that holds everything in existence in one piece is this in the beginning god once one tries to go outside this fundamental truth they are bound to be met by life's uncertainties without hope for comfort therefore if we are to define anything in the earth heavens or under the earth we ought to begin where he began in the beginning god now when talking about identity it is true that the source of one ought to be someone greater more knowledgeable and more powerful than oneself 
This thought is anchored in the notion that one cannot be greater than their source. I hope you got that and you grasped it. I could just stop it there. But the whole point being that I cannot be bigger than my source. No created thing can be bigger than its source because it has no purpose apart from that which its creator has reasoned or has designed or has willed for it. So that's to say, if we want to define, if we want to understand who am I, what is this? We have to begin where the creator of me, where the creator of anything that is a thing began. And that's in the beginning, God. And so I just want to speak personally from a point of saying, "Hmm, I have lived quite a while. Um, Not so long, but like I've lived quite a while, like a thousand days or whatever. (laughs) Um, But I've lived quite a while. Now in retrospect, when I look back, I understand or I have acknowledged the fact that I had been grappling with an identity crisis. And so with that to say that I have been doing things from a perspective of who I thought I was. Hence, I have gone through certain things the way that I have gone through them. Could have been better if I knew, this, like if I really knew my true identity and then I would have gone through it probably differently. And the one thing about identity or who I think I am, it is affected by what I go through, what I am surrounded with. And all of that together amalgamates to who do I think I am. So growing up in a specific context, that speaks, that is a voice that seeks to define me as well. If I grew up in a socioeconomic context, that is disadvantaged. That has a voice. It wants to define me that I am disadvantaged, right? But that's not necessarily my identity, but it affects who I think I am. It affects where I think I can go. For some people, it even affects or it even fuels into their success. Why? Because yes, this is where I am, but this is not who I who I want to always be. So I'm going to work at it. I'm going to become better. I'm going to become rich or whatever. So the point that I'm bringing is that our environments, they have a voice. They tend to want to define us. But environments or situation or circumstances, things that we go through, they do not define us. What defines or what gives me an identity, what gives the answer to who am I, is who created me. So it is when we start at the beginning, not the beginning of circumstances, not the beginning of our environment, but when we start at the beginning where God began, that we can understand ourselves, who we truly are. So the point that I think I am speaking into this is to say that for some people, like those who are like at the beginning of the journey or pre-beginning, we've been going around in circles, we've been grappling, we've been experimenting with different things. Why? Because of who we think that we are. And we have not necessarily found out what is our primary identity. That is why we are dabbling in there and there and there and there because of who we think that we are. But once you come into this understanding and you become like some of us who are like mid-journey, we know that our primary identity is in the one that created us. Because when somebody creates something, they identify that thing. So when the person who created a car, they identified it as a car, as a mode of trans- transportation. They identified it, gave it a name, one. Secondly, even gave it a purpose to say that this is something that is going to take people from point A to point B. It is going to function in this way. We have put an engine in it and this is what it's going to need in order for it to function effectively. So the creator, <laughs> if the creator did not identify a car as a car, it will not be a car. It will not function. If they like Whatever it is that they have prescribed for the car to function well is what will cause the car to function well like yeah it's just like that and so with what i'm saying is that finding my pri- like finding your primary identity your origin as a who are you i cannot define you as a person even though i have a voice mostly we tend to be surrounded by people surrounded by things surrounded by so many voices sometimes these voices like i've already said in the beginning is that sometimes these voices are voices from our environment sometimes these voices are voices from our circumstances sometimes these voices are voices from the people that 
we are surrounded with and or surrounded by whatever the english word or the english the grammatical way to go about it is your grammatical whatever the grammar is <laughs> is is it people that we're surrounded by or people that we're surrounded with so there's so many voices that tend to want to speak to define or to identify us and rightfully so right if, if, if i grew up in a um disadvantaged socioeconomic background i am disadvantaged rightfully so barely like currently what i'm going through is that there's a disadvantage in my life but simply because there's a disadvantage it does not identify me as my identity as i am disadvantaged it's just what is happening to me or what i am going through some people um have gone through experiences in life such that they have been broken by it right or like these are experiences that have been breaking them and then rightfully so such circumstances have a tendency to want to identify these people as broken rightfully so because this is what is happening to you and so if we were to identify you in accordance with that would we'll say that you are broken but those circumstances those processes those socioeconomic environments did not create you therefore they cannot prescribe who you are and yeah so that's the point that we are getting across and let me get back to my reflection slash testimony just to say that yeah there's been an identity crisis and that's to say that i have been caught up with no yes i i know my primary identity is in my creator and it's in jesus um it's one thing to know about it it's one thing to know it and to walk in it it's one thing to know it believe it and walk in it <laughs> and that's where we all want to be in life where i know it i believe it and i'm walking in it for example jesus created me he loves me right this is my identity he created me he loves me my identity is that i am loved by god and so i believe it that he loves me and i walk it out as one who believes that i am loved by god now how does that like what does that look like practically it's because scripture and engaging with the word or engaging even with your creator for example in the book of romans chapter number 8 it speaks about how we have not been given a spirit that makes us offense again we have not been given a spirit that makes us yes to be like offense such that we will have to strive to become i'm paraphrasing strive right to become rather we have been given the spirit of adoption and it is by this same spirit that we cry out to god abba father and so this speaks to the fact that what is it that i believe i believe that yes he's my creator that he's loved me and that he's given me the spirit who makes me a daughter for some of you yes he's given me the spirit that makes me a son of god i believe it and therefore i walk in it how i am not going to partner with fear i am not going to partner again with wanting to strive either than striving in the way that god wants for me that's striving to get into the rest of god so yes so it's one thing to know it's another thing to know believe and walk in it it's also something to know and to walk in something but not to believe it because also um you've been an identity crisis of sort so but i really thank god like for his redemptive plan and that has always been at work in my life you know um redeeming me of course through the power of the cross through the power of the blood but also um redeeming and him encountering me throughout my life experiences to let me know who i am even to this day however long that i've walked with the lord he is still revealing me to me and sometimes it takes specific environments for me to be there for god to reveal to me who i am for god to prescribe to me who i am right um sometimes it takes for me to be in an impossible situation <laughs> to know who is it that i am what is it that god has put in place for me what is it yes that god has given me as an inheritance what is it that god has prescribed for me for such so it takes specific environments sometimes for us to really know who we are the same way that yes so here's one analogy gold that's unmined it's still gold right but it's not pure gold that has been extracted 
excavated whatever the good mining terms are gold that has been removed from that environment it's still gold yes it's still not pure yes but it's not um it's not unmined if that makes sense but this same gold when it's in the fire like you see the real gold coming out the pure gold is going to come out of it so it takes specific environments for god to truly reveal to us who we are and so we have this primary identity that's to say who defines me it's the one who created me but then uh, would we really know it and finish it in one day to say this is who i am um everything about me i know it theoretically and i'm good to go i don't think so sometimes it takes those specific environments that when like however that god is going to define however that our creator your creator is going to define you that is also going to come up so it's not just a matter of oh this is who you are know it in your heart and it's done <laughs> no um identity has to be performed so it's one thing to be identified and it's another thing to perform your identity for example as a child of god who has been given a spirit of adoption who makes me then to become a child of god but not to become fearful i am not going to walk in fear i'm not going to be afraid of the future that's what the word of god says about the one who fears god they are not afraid of the future so i'm not going to walk as one who is afraid of the future i am not going to walk as one who is uncertain when i go through seasons that um through seasons that i don't understand particularly when i'm in an environment where yeah it's just all in my face i'm not going to be uncertain but i'm going to know because i know what is the identity so i'm going to perform that identity that i have been given that in all situations i'm going to give thanks why because i'm agreed with the character of god i know that he's good and i i know how he identifies me in this that well i believe in him therefore i will live and not die so even though i live and die i will yet live so that's my identity i'm performing it in that fire of being in situations that are all in my face and i hope you're getting keys um here and there in that which i'm saying so in order for us to understand in like we can never be bigger than our source sometimes why we find ourselves in these identity crises for example i end up doing things because of who i think i am sometimes the lack of knowing who i am i know like i said i've, I've lived quite a while but not a long while but I've lived enough to get to a point of compromising. Why? Simply because I did not know who I am, who has God prescribed or described me to be. Because I did not know who I am, I even got to a point of compromising <laughs> and started to walk out as a person that is very much different from who God says that I am. And sometimes like situations really demand out of you to take the identity that they give you, circumstances, processes, or whatever. They really do demand so much. But if we really are to understand who we are, we have to begin where God began. So it's in the beginning of God. It always has to be um, who God says that I am. What has he said? You know, who has he said that I am? Because he prescribes, he describes who we are. And the other thing about identity, and I've already touched on that, is to say that we don't just have to know it and it's all in our heads. We have to perform this identity. There's something valuable that I've learned from my pastor. And that being that what really matters is not what you do like that does not define you but who you are who you believe who you know that you are that's what really matters because what you do then flows out of that belief or out of that cognitive or out of who you think that you are so your works are simply a fruit to tell us who you are <laughs> like i said i've lived long enough to not know myself and to compromise so to end up walking as a person that i am not simply because i did not know who i am I thank God for grace 
for those of us who you know we know our primary identity but we are working everything opposite to who god says that we are there's grace and god is redeeming us now so he's bringing this truth to say let's go back to the beginning let's begin where he began and like i've already like i've already said that sometimes it takes specific situations for god to reveal to us who we really are for god to reinforce or for god to call forth that person that we really are like that for us to become that person so the second thing being that identity is to be performed what i mean by that is not that you pretend to be somebody that you're not but that's to say who god says that you are you are to walk out that thing and so here's the thing if i were to say okay this is my identity my name is Anila Barini, and i keep it to myself and i go wherever and nobody knows who i am like what is that it does not make sense if it's just all in my head but i'm not necessarily performing or working out that identity you know so whatever whoever it is that god says that we are so the one thing about god is that whatever it is that he speaks it is as he speaks we see it in the beginning then and then god said let there be light and there was light so it makes sense why god will not waste words because when he speaks he's not speaking just what he's thinking or what he's wishing god is speaking what he has already established you may not see it as yet or you may not be at the end or the the finished product of that word but god speaks that which he has established <laughs> which we will come into the knowledge so god speaks that which he has established and he does not waste his words so if he's to speak concerning me that this is who i am it is established if it's already there it is as he speaks it so even for us if, if i'm going through yes this is one experience that i had um going through a time of sorts i really felt so defeated and god was speaking into me like a soldier like you are an eagle and you are rising above these you are rising above these clouds you are soaring high you are soaring you are gonna soar above this okay so also about the 20 but you are gonna soar above the clouds you are an eagle at a moment where i felt super disappointed i've disappointed god how do we get past this god you really delivered me from this and i just went back to it like a pig going back to like a dog going back to its vomit yes that's what the bible says but god speaking into me like that that gave me the strength to literally rise up above it to say okay god has put it behind i'm putting it behind I'm partnering with God and I'm going to walk out in this identity to be like an eagle soaring above my circumstances. So to say, I'm not going to be defined by what I'm going through. I'm not going to be defined by what I did. I'm not going to be defined by what I do, but I'm going to be defined by who God says that I am. And when God speaks, it is as he speaks. It's not just a matter of wish. Like we speak sometimes, we speak all the time. We speak things that we wish. We speak things that we think. And sometimes even forgetting the power of the tongue. And that is to speak for things that are not as if they are creating reality through what you're speaking and so but when god speaks it is as he speaks so if he speaks of me that I'm an, I'm an ego meaning that he has given me the ability to soar above whatever it is that i'm going through then i am as he's speaking it so yes that's the other thing um about identity and so just touching back again why do we have to start at the beginning where god began the one thing that we see through the story of creation is the fact that um god created he saw that it was good he creates and he saw that it was good and it's um evening passes and then morning comes and it's a day he calls it a day and we get to we get to the point where now god has done everything and he sees that it is very good so everything that god has created is good and so that's to say that even our identity that god has created for us it is good because it has its origin in goodness and that's god himself and so um i'm just gonna sort of post it here to say then who are you is it that you have allowed could it be that you have allowed the voice of circumstances the voice of environments the voice of people around you to prescribe or to define to you 
prescribe or describe yes must use the right line. to prescribe or to describe to you who you are could it be that you know your primary identity but you are walking in the complete opposite direction um, to who God says that you are simply because you have not agreed with him you have not come into agreement with that word of God and so this is to say yes you know the creator defines you he created you um, but also he says of you that you counted all joy when you go through trials tribulations of all sorts so that when perseverance has finished its work you lack nothing good <laughs> but when you go through trials you're not agreed with that word and so you're walking in the complete opposite direction of who he says that you are who he says yeah his testimony of you and so essentially um you are defeated <laughs> you are complaining you are grumbling um could it be right for some of us we've like we've lived long enough to also know the different dimensions to be um and also the thing is that you don't just go in it once and you're done it keeps on happening because God is refining us in all of it, right? So that we really come to walk out to become this person, that we, we become perfect in maturity, in knowledge, and in faith. And that measuring up to the measure of Christ. And that's not just something that we do in isolation alone. That's me in the context of the body of Christ through the equipping by apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, and all of that. Like there's this perfect, there's this maturity, there's this, mm, there's this common faith. There's like there's just this this person that must come out. And sometimes it takes all of these different environments that we go through. For some of you, it's the environment of becoming. You know, not for all of us, um, but some. It's just that environment. I don't know why I want to say masculinity and like becoming, becoming into it. But what really defines you is not necessarily the circumstances. And I think one thing that we should be taking out of this is that our environments, they have a voice. Our circumstances, they have a voice. The processes that we go through, they have a voice. The people that we're surrounded with, obviously, they have a voice. But that voice cannot or should not be what defines like what defines or what gives you an identity because they are not your source. But the one who created you is the one who prescribes and describes who you are. And as he speaks, so you do become. And so um, I think also just in closing remarks, and this is just leave, then actually, what is my identity? Who am I? <laughs> I am God. <laughs> um, that is who I am. But I think so in the next one, I'm just gonna be talking a bit about sonship um, and overcoming the orphan, orphan mindset or just this tendency to be like an orphan. Yes, so that's just what I'm gonna, um, that's what we're gonna be talking about. I hope that this was something that you got something out of it at whatever point of your journey something to think about something to meditate about something to reconsider um, and really to just reflect like who are you do you just know do you believe who god says you are do you know and just believe or do you know believe and you're walking in it and also the other thing just being to say that appreciate environments for what they are they don't define they don't create you they are simply environments to foster to foster the becoming or the revelation of who you are and that's all um according to the will and the grace of god i know i've just been referring to god 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 it's because i believe he's he's my source he's your source he's your creator whether you believe it or not god created you <laughs> and so if we do want to understand anything about who am i what is my purpose who am i that's a very important who am i thing um what's why am i here all of those subsequent things are answered when you begin at the beginning. Who created me? Who made me? Who does he say I am? 
then we will then discover hmm, actually this is what is required of me now this is what is required of me in this environment i'm going through a process or i'm going through this season i'm going through the summer i'm going through the winter the autumn whatever this is what he requires of me so i am just going to leave it there and i know there has been keys for you and it's really going to um affect your life in such a way that you're going to go back to god daily and ask the relevant questions as you meditate um on it as well you're going to hear the voice of god speaking into your life so see you in the next installment god bless you i love you all bye